Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome everyone to episode number 13 from Delving into Islam Q&A. This is your host Wa'il and it is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and a privilege that I'm able to talk to you about the religion of Islam and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is allowing me to share my knowledge with you. Thank you so much for listening and participating and sending in all your questions and suggestions. And speaking of which, if you have any questions or suggestions, please email me at delvingintoislam at gmail.com. Again, delvingintoislam at gmail.com and I'll get back to you as soon as possible, inshallah. Uh, now, this podcast is for anyone, whether you are remotely curious about the religion of Islam, or if you're thinking about becoming a Muslim, or if you just became a Muslim, or if you've been a Muslim all of your life and want to learn more about Islam, this podcast is for you, inshallah. Now, uh, delving into Islam Q&A is basically a shorter type of episodes where I answer your uh, questions directly, uh, you know, without being in a, in a very specific topic and without interfering with the flow of our topics that we need to discuss. And today's question actually comes to us from two of our listeners, uh, one by the name of Abdi Nasser, and uh, I believe Abdi is a brother, is a Muslim brother, uh, who uh, basically uh, told me that he has issues with uh, getting rid of relationships or friendships from the opposite gender. Uh, he uh, has uh, friends from the opposite gender. He tried. He knows it's wrong. He tried to get out of it. Uh, he did for a short amount of time, but then eventually he came back to it, and he still is friends with the opposite gender. Uh, and he wants to know what what can he do, and 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 you know how to uh, motivate him basically to see w- what could be done about that. Uh, and the second question comes to us from uh, Maryam. Maryam uh, uh, basically is is the opposite of, of Abdi. She basically has a best friend who is uh, a male from the opposite gender, and uh, she's saying that he's just really her best friend. You know, he understands her, he gets her. They go out, they have coffee together, they talk to each other. Again, a best friend status, right? And she knows it's 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 not okay, but at the same time, she can't find someone who's better than that person so again she wants to know what what could she do what you know what what can she do about this whole situation so for abdi and mariam thank you so much for you know sending in that question uh and uh let me let me preface by saying this let me start by saying this uh there's nothing i'm going to say today that it's uh, uh, my own opinion Right, whatever I'm going to tell you today is going to come directly from our religion, and our religion tells us that mixing is not allowed. Now, some people say mixing is not allowed, and that is it, and that's the end of it, right? And that is wrong. The problem is you're not alone feeling how how you're feeling right now. A lot of Muslims, a lot of Muslims, males and females, have an issue with friendship from you know the opposite gender. They feel like it should be allowed. Uh, they feel some of them feel that it's unfair, but here's the thing. Okay, we get fair and unfair from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, not from our own perspective. What's allowed and what's not allowed must be dictated by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala and the Messenger of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and that's it. Not from us. I'm talking about religiously speaking. Uh, what is allowed and what is not allowed comes to us from our religion, not from our own, you know, desire or from our own uh, wishes or you know whatever we want. That, that does, life does not work that way. Islam does not work that way. And I believe, and I know it's difficult. Wallahi, I know. Listen, in the past, I had uh, friends from the opposite gender, 
uh, it's it's it happened to almost everyone, right? But here's the thing, right? Uh, I know it's difficult, and I know that uh, you deep down inside, and it's even obvious from the email that you know that this is questionable at best, questionable at best, uh, and you it's difficult for you to get rid of this uh, other or others, you know, like the, 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 the opposite gender kind of friends. But the reality is when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you have to think about this. Who do you want to please more yourself or Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? You have to answer that question and I'm not going to be able to answer it for you. You have to answer it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells you in the Quran, by the way, in the chapter of Ahzab verse number 53, وَإِذَا سَأَلْتُمُوهُنَّ مَتَاعًا فَاسْأَلُوهُنَّ مِنْ وَرَاءِ حِجَابٍ ذَلِكَ أَطْهَرُ لِقُلُوبِكِمْ وَقُلُوبِهِنَّ Allah is saying to, to, the, to the believers, to the male believers, when you go talk to a female, don't keep looking at her. Don't keep staring at her. Even if you want something, like if it's something urgent, you just don't go keep staring at her. Go talk to her while you're lowering your gaze. We all know the whole concept of lowering the gaze by the way it goes for males and females not just for males right look look down while you're talking to the opposite gender look down don't engage in now here's here's the thing you there are exceptions and i'm going to tell you about the exceptions however in generality mixing is not allowed in islam and because mixing opens the door to shaitan shaitan can come in from all types of doors and holes and whatever when it comes to mixing uh the prophet was recorded that he never shook the hand of a strange woman when i mean a strange woman i mean like someone who's not his wife or daughter or whatever he never touched a woman that was not his right the prophet one time uh, he was seen leaving uh, the masjid after a sermon and then a group of muslims followed him to ask him a few questions and it was a mix between men and women. So the Prophet paused and he said, No, 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 what, what are you doing? Separate. And he made the women, you know, take a step back, the men take a step forward to separate between them. Literally, separate. So Islam takes separation very seriously. Okay? Because shaitan loves to play that game. Shaitan loves to be like, it's fine. It's fine. Dude, this, is, this is all good. You're just friends. Shaitan likes to play the long game. The long game is, I have no feelings towards him. I have no feelings towards her. We're good. Nothing else is going to happen. You'll be fooling yourself. If the other person is the, uh, the quote-unquote, the best friend, if he or she don't have feelings for you already, it will happen. And Allah doesn't want to even let you open that door. It's not like we're playing games with Allah. You know what? I'm just going to you know keep it open for just a little bit, just a tad bit, you know? I don't, I'm not going to fully open it. I'm just going to open it a little bit because he's just my friend or she's just my friend. No. When Allah says close, Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said what? La taqrabu zina, by the way. Nobody un- understands this. A lot of people, when I talk to them, they don't get the significance of this verse. Allah says, do not come near adultery, zina, fornication. Do not come near it. Here's what's important. Allah didn't say, do not commit Zina, do not commit adultery. No. Allah said, do not come near adultery. Because you could do stuff like that. He's my best friend. She's my best friend. We just text. Only We just text talking about very respectful stuff. You know, 
we go out to have a cup of coffee. We just do this. We, we have settings just with our friends. You know, we're, we're never alone. Yeah, but that's all coming close to we're like you're, you're you're basically what's the word? You're looming around it. You know, you're looming around the idea of adultery. That it's not in your intention. I'm not saying it's your intention. It's not in the other person's intention even. But Shaitan will bring it there. Will bring it to a relationship. And I'm going to give you a story to to literally confirm what I'm telling you. But my idea is it's when you say we're just friends and when you're saying it's, it's never just friends and you might, again, you might have the pure, pure intentions that it's just friendship, but it's actually not. Shaitan likes to play the long game. Makes you for a very long time. For Like in Maryam's case, for example, she's saying they've been friends for 10 years. Shaitan could wait 10 more, trust me, to make you do something wrong. And we should not even come close to this. Like, it's not a challenge game. I prove to you that nothing will happen. It's not about that. When Allah says, do not come near it, do not come near. And from the, by, the, by the way, all the scholars say, that includes friendship from the opposite gender. The whole verse. And I just told you the verse in the chapter of Azab. Do not even look at each other. Do not mix. Don't mix. Now, there are exceptions. There are exceptions. Uh, like, for example, in a workplace. Right? If you're working and you have a meeting with the opposite gender for a very professional, in a very professional setting, then that's fine. You know, uh, 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 you're in a hospital and, and, and the doctor is, is from the opposite gender. Now, of course, uh, and I always say this, if you can switch the gender of the doctor, if you're capable of doing that, please do so. Uh, otherwise, if it's impossible, then Allah understands, like Allah knows that this is an emergency. And, you know, so these are very few exceptions. However, having a friend from the opposite gender is of course not one of them right there is a reason why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded us to separate between genders during salah in the masjid or even when we pray uh, at home when we have like a group when there's a, like a congregation there's a reason why because if mixing was okay my dear brothers and sisters just listen to me if mixing was okay why did Allah command us to separate while we're praying why why a man can't not just you know stand next to a woman normally because separation is, is, is not a big deal mixing is fine so if mixing was not a big deal if mixing was not forbidden why are we not mixing during the prayers why because it is forbidden and here's the thing it will be difficult for you. You might be doing everything. You might have a lot of things that make you happy in this world. But let me tell you this. When you give up something that you are, that's important to you, like your friend, for example, or, you know, like friends from the opposite gender, that's specifically that. When you give it up for the sake of Allah, what do we know? The Prophet said, nobody does this. Nobody gives up something or someone for the sake of Allah, except Allah rewards them or rewards you basically something better. Allah will reward you, will compensate you, will give you, will make it up to you, will give you something far better than what you gave up because you gave up for his sake. Do you guys understand that? If you give up something for the sake of Allah, Allah will make it up to you. Have trust in Allah. That's another thing. So the first thing is, what is your priority here? 
because everything in this world doesn't matter as long as we uh, do not prioritize Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you don't prioritize Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then nothing matters. You, you, you're just a lost human being on earth. Wallahi. We have to prioritize Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He has to come first. Him and the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They have to come first. Allah first, of course, then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Do you understand? So, from a priority perspective, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes first, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us mixing is not allowed, then I will follow Allah's command. Now, the second thing is, do you trust Allah? Do you trust the words of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he says that Allah will make it up to you when you give up something that's difficult for you to give up? That's number two. Do you have a trust in Allah? Because if you don't, then you, you believe that uh, you know, he or she are the best thing you've ever guys had and you won't give him up. So that you lost point number one and you lost point number two. You did not prioritize Allah and you did not trust that Allah will give you something better. And by the way, inshallah, even if you decide to make that sacrifice, to let go of that person, don't expect that Allah will make it up to you the next morning. Be patient. Be patient and you'll see the results. You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could give you someone better Right, it could be a best friend from the same gender that you again you don't know, but you have to trust in Allah and above all you have to listen and obey Allah's commands. The thing is, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, and I'm going to give you a story because for those who say, "Well, it's a friendship, nothing big is going to happen," you know, we are very uh, sure about that. One time, there were three brothers who went to war. But before they go to war, they were worried about their sister. They had a younger sister and they didn't know what to do. They were afraid to leave her uh, home alone. And they, they just didn't know because their parents passed away. They had no family members that were that were like lived any, anywhere close. So they didn't know what to do. So they saw that they had a neighbor across the street who was a, a worshiper of Allah. SWT. So they said, oh, nobody could be better uh, to take care of our little sister than this guy So let's go and ask him They went and asked him At first he was a little hesitant But then when they told him that they have no other choice uh, He agreed to uh, to do it So once in a while he would you know, Go knock on the door Do you need anything? She's like I'm good Or sometimes she would say Yes I need this from the market or whatever He would go down to the market Get her whatever she needs Puts it on her door Knocks and leaves That was the relationship Very innocent Right? But here's my point, Shaitan. Very patient. Shaitan, the devil is so patient, my dear brothers and sisters. He loves to play the long game here. Look at this. Days go by. And they have small talk. Oh, how was your day today? She asks him. Because of course she's home all day. Well, I did this and I did that. And, uh, you know, everything was good. Oh, okay, okay. Then the smoke, small talk got a little bit bigger. Okay. Now, when he brings, you know, when he brought to her the stuff that she needs, oh, do you, do you need to eat? Come, come eat. I'm, I'm making dinner or whatever. And it started to get really emotional. Now, they were strictly what? Neighbors. We didn't even, he did not even want to, you know, he would knock on the door and leave immediately. Now they became, quote unquote, friends. He talks to her about his day. She talks to him about her day and they talk. And then. That friendship, little by little, like again, Shaitan is very patient. It's okay. You're, you, you think you're a scholar? 
You think you're strict, uh, girl, and you're not going to do it? Oh, all right, all right. I'm patient. I'm going to get you. Don't worry about it. I'm going to get you. And then that friendship became something more. And they slept together. They committed adultery. And they kept committing adultery. And then they found out that she was pregnant. Now, we're talking about war that took months, by the way. This is not like a battle that they went in. It was like a whole war. It took a while. So she became pregnant. And of course, that was problematic for him because the brothers, when they come back and find out what's going to happen, what's going to happen, they will uh, basically beat him up. They will try to kill him. So what he did was he uh, invited her over and he murdered her. He killed her. And then he hid her body. And then when the brothers came, they asked about their sister. Where, where is she? I was like, oh, I haven't seen her for a long time. Anyway, long story short, they found out he was uh, captured, uh, arrested, and he was about to be executed. So Shaitan comes to him and manifests himself into like a human being. And he says, I want to get you out of the situation under one condition. Pray to me. Do not pray to your Lord. I'm going to save you right now. So the man was desperate. So he prayed to Shaitan, worshipped him, and then Shaitan started laughing. He said, do you really think I was going to get you out of this? Come on. I'm the one who put you in there in the first place, man. Well, this is a crazy story, by the way. And the man ended up dying as a disbeliever because he was worshipping Shaitan right before he passed away. Here is the interesting part. How did this whole story start? How did it begin? A very innocent interaction. A very simple, innocent, pure intention interaction. And look where it led up. She was murdered. Tragic ending. He was executed after becoming a disbeliever. Tragic ending. So do not ever say, Nothing is going to happen. You don't know. And because Allah knows what you don't know, Allah said, no mixing, no friendship between different genders, opposite genders. You know, I like I said, I had friendships from the opposite gender. I regret all of them. Wallahi, I do. Alhamdulillah. Now, but like, I regret all of them. It's It's not worth it. You might think that it's, it is now. By the way, again, you are in... A, and here's something very interesting. Shaitan will convince you that this is the most difficult thing in the world to give up. Just just to, to let you know. Both of you guys. And, and any Muslim who is in the same situation who's, who's listening to this right now. Shaitan will convince you that whatever you're doing, haram. Whatever you're doing that contradicts Islam. And you feel that it's a little bit difficult for you to give up, shaitan will convince you even more that it's impossible for you to give up. It's not logical for you to give up. There must be a way. There must be something. Do you know why? Because shaitan knows that whatever you're doing is not pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he wants to keep it that way. Shaitan is counting on you doing what you're doing as long as it's not pleasing Allah. So he will do whatever it takes to convince you that you should not give this up. 
He wins if you still do what you do and if you refuse to give it up. He wins. Shaitan wins. The devil wins. So the, the choice is, is up to you. Again, who do you want to please more than anything? Yourself, your best friend, or Allah? Who? And do you trust that Allah would make it up to you? They will, you would you trust that Allah will make you feel better about this? It might be difficult in the beginning. I'm not denying that for a second. But that's what sacrifice means, right? Sacrifice doesn't mean that you're not going to feel a single thing. No, that's sacrifice means if it's something that's hard for you to give up and you still give it up, Allah will... And here's the interesting part, my dear brothers and sisters. Allah will make it up to you in this life and you will be rewarded for giving it up in the hereafter. What better could you get? Like, this is the best scenario, wallahi. The best case scenario for you to give up something. Yes, it's going to be difficult. I'm not saying that. And by the way, that applies to anything. Anything that's very difficult for you to give up, anything that you're attached to, but it's contradicting to Islam. Right? Like for me, I'll never forget. One of the things I used to, before Alhamdulillah, I became uh, uh, more, not, before I became a student of knowledge, I used to listen to music 24-7. Music was a big part of my life. I'm not, I'm not, wallahi, it was a very big part of my life. Going anywhere with the car, doing anything, going to even, you know, since like what, high school, music was a big deal in my life. And then when I started, like decided to give it up, it was difficult in the beginning. I'm not going to lie. But then, anytime I'm driving right now, I'd rather play Quran or talk to the individual that I'm with. And, and that's it. I do not miss it for a second. And wallahi, you go back in time and you tell me that you're going to give up music for good? I'll be like, you're crazy. There's no way I'm going to give up music ever. Do you get it? It's, it's impossible for me to fathom. But now, I don't care. I don't miss it for a second. So that could be you. That could be you. So uh, now, I also want to tell you that, and that doesn't mean like, for example, if you have family members, who are from the opposite gender. I'm not saying you should not interact with them. Interact with them in a very halal way, in a very professional way. Do not be flirty. Do not talk about very, you know, deep emotion. Like, do you know what I mean? We all know the boundaries. We all know the boundaries. Just be normal. Uh, do not, you know, be in private with, with the opposite gender, even if they're family members. Just, I'm telling you, just, you know what's right. Be very firm, be very, uh, uh, you know, very professional. Like I said, when, when you do this for the sake of Allah, when you give up this for the sake of Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going, inshallah, to replace it uh, with something that's far better. Think about it this way, uh, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not command you to do something that you cannot do. And this is mentioned in the chapter of Baqarah. Uh, Allah does not give you something that you cannot handle. Allah does not burden you with anything that you cannot handle. Okay? So just rest assured that this is fine. Just do it for the sake of Allah. And inshallah, you shall be rewarded for that. I hope I answered your questions. And again, thank you guys for sending in uh, those questions. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.